Touchdown at 10, we talk football. Talking football, it's a huge day around the NFL. Some significant decisions to be made on some, you know, rather important players. Players like Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Okay, do they, they're, we know they're going to tag him. Is it exclusive or non-exclusive? And if it's non-exclusive, Baltimore opens the door for his exit. Because the non-exclusive tag, you know there are going to be teams that put together offer sheets, and if Baltimore doesn't match, the compensation is two first-round picks. Now, in the end, in the end, many would say two first-round picks is not enough compensation for Lamar Jackson. What say you, Mr. Russell? Two first-round picks, not enough compensation for if, Lamar Jackson. If you look at what, what what did Cleveland pay the the, the fully guaranteed deal in three first round picks, right for mm-hmm. Deshaun? So to me, to me, that's not that's enough. Not enough compensation. If we're con- doing comparables and markets, not enough. So unless Baltimore is just desperate to end this soap opera, well, let me ask you this: like a like a it's like a it's like a Netflix series, right? That. Starts off like gangbusters. Everybody, oh, this is the show you got to watch. This is the show you got to watch. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of f- flames out. Right. But again, you know? if you're if you're Pete DaCosta, okay, I like that name by the way. Right. If you're Pete DaCosta, or let's put it this way, if you had your dream job and you were in the Ravens front office and you were in the inner circle and mm-hmm. you were advising him, if I said to you. Let's just use, again, five years, $245 million fully guaranteed for Lamar Jackson. Let's just use that as a barometer. Okay, five years, 245 fully guaranteed. Or I can clear out that potential and impending salary cap money for the next five years. I don't have a quarterback outside of Tyler Huntley. And who's their other guy? I forget. Um uh, I forget who, but I'm going to give you two first round picks. And one of them, one of them is going to be, let's just call it in the top nine, because if we're looking at Indianapolis, Carolina and Atlanta, they're all in the top nine of the draft. And certainly you would get this year's first round pick. So I'm going to give you, you're going to have two first round picks this year, one via trade, one via your own. Yours is later on in the, in the first round, but I'm going to give you a top 10 pick this year. I might get you a top 10 pick next year, depending on how it all plays out. But just two first round picks, which is the normal tariff for the franchise tag. Would you, is that worth it? Again, clearing out that potential nightmarish obligation, getting the two first round picks, knowing that for the most part, outside of wide receivers, you've done a really good job of building your roster. Year in, year out, and staying competitive. To me, that like, well, I'm I'm gonna ho- hold off on my answer. You're Pete DaCosta. What what are you doing, gun to your head, right now, today? I give you ten seconds to make that decision. <laughs> I have to put the exclusive tag on him. Really? I have to at like forty six million. So, meaning so that nobody can tr- try and trade because that's why you would put the exclusive. On him, the ex- the ex- the exclusive franchise tag is the non-exclusive is thirty-two point four. 
the transition tag, which again, everybody mm-hmm. hates, it, it, you know, which was my solution to the Kirk Cousins situation way back when, is 29.5. They're not going to do that. The exclusive, uh, I'm trying to pull it back up, the exclusive franchise tag uh, is give or take roughly around 45 and, and change. I think it's more closer to 46 than it, I don't have the exact number, but it's, I believe, more here's closer the, here's to 46 my reasoning. than 45. Here's my reasoning for that. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Lamar, I am a better football team for 2023 with Lamar Jackson on my football team. Correct. If I have any hesitancy about his injuries the last two years, but I've brought in a new offensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. I want to see how he and that coordinator get along and how it works. Yep. If, if, first of all, I would be paying him $45 million, his worth, based on the position around the league. If I pay him $45 million, whatever the exclusive tag is this year, mm-hmm. no one's going to go, oh my God, they've play- they're paying him $45 million. You're not out of line paying him $45 million in the least. Right. But... Because if you pay him the non-exclusive, what that allows him to do is shop his services Correct. for a contract that you don't want to match. For compensation coming back mm-hmm. that is not equal to the player's ability mm-hmm. in theory. Right. Two first-round picks, not enough. So you, However, you say put the exclusive on him at, at say, like let's just use 45, mm-hmm. so that you shut down all trade talk this year. He knows you know there's no, there, there's no way to do a trade. He's getting 45 and change this year. We're going to continue to evaluate and work on a long-term deal, but correctly, and I think smartly, on your end, you're saying, hey, listen, we have to see, A, can you stay healthy? B, can you mesh with Todd Munkin? Yeah. And whatever a revamped offense is. I think that's probably the smartest and most conservative. Because you're saying saying that you were not – getting max out of your ability because of Greg Roman, okay? That's, so, what, well, that's what we believe Lamar is yes. saying. Right. So if you're pinning it on Greg Roman, we've gone out and answered that question. So if you're gambling on yourself, gamble on yourself this year. Mm-hmm. You play the full 17. You play like gangbusters. We get in the playoffs. We're competing for in, in an incredibly difficult AFC. Mm-hmm. But you keep us there. You keep us in competition, and then the Ravens might have a better feeling about a four to five year, two forty type deal if if he and Todd Monken in that offense can look the part and and play winning football together. All right, so here's because that's the that's a that you have no idea what that's going to look like right now for Baltimore. Right. Baltimore that's a that's a huge mystery. Sure. But here's my next question as a fallout to that. Okay, if we take your route, which again does make a lot of sense. I you know, in my mind, I wouldn't do that because of various reasons. But I understand well, it's a com- one year commitment, Chris. I understand it's a I one year commitment. I understand complete, if he's if he's less if he's less than what you expect mm-hmm. gets hurt again. Mm-hmm. You let him walk at the end of this season. You say, "Hey, man, we appreciate your efforts here. We're going to give you a chance to to freshen up somewhere else." Okay, uh, but but you also then potentially, if you put the exclusive tag on him this year, and then you try and put the franchise tag on him next year, the regular one, there's like a 
I think it's 125 percent increase, whatever. I mean, you're talking about a 60 million dollar tag. This is either. First of all, you're not going to tag him at the end of the 23 season. So then you're just going to let him walk out the door for nothing. You're either going to. You're either going to. You're either going to get him signed to a long term deal, or you let him walk. Or you let him walk out the door for nothing. As opposed to trying to get two first round picks now, I don't think that's enough. I agree. Ideally, it's not enough. But for not, what if it doesn't work out health wise or Munkin wise? Then you cut him. But but you're losing him for nothing, Kirk Cousins style. Hey, I mean, you get a compensatory if, pick if it's diminishing returns. Who cares? I, I, w- right, but how diminishing? What if what if Lamar goes out and plays thirteen games? What if Lamar plays thirteen games? His it, accuracy is sixty five percent. He runs for seven hundred. I know he runs for seven hundred yards. He runs for six touchdowns. Is he playing in he my throws playoff for game? Twenty five touchdowns. Is he playing in my playoff game? Ah. Uh, yes, but he's not a hundred percent healthy, and he and he's laboring. It's it's Lamar. It's been great. Uh, you let good, him walk good out luck the in door. Miami. No, no, no questions asked. You just let him out for no compensation. Chris, I mean, it, look, you're you're talking I mean, about you, you will get a third round compensatory pick in the following year, but, but you're talking about you're you're talking about taking a gamble now mm-hmm. for a five year deal with an offensive coordinator who hadn't played a game I, with I, you. I agree. I agree. Okay, but that's why I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that under any circumstances. I don't even know if I would do yours because while yours makes the most sense for the now and is in line with elite quarterback pay, it gives you no ability next year to get something for him, one. Two, it also, think about this, because it, it, you say, hey, you put him on the exclusive tag, you pay him $46 million this year, right? And this is complicated. Say, say he then goes out and balls, Okay. What do you pay him? What, what is he asking for next year? All of a sudden, we're not asking for five years, two fifty, fully guaranteed. Now we're asking for five years, three hundred. No. Yes. Yes. That's insane. That's not insane. What do you think Joe Burrow's going to get? That's Joe good. Burrow's going to get almost three hundred. We'll find Joe, out. Joe Burrow's we'll, going to get two seventy five. But we'll find the, the out how frugal. Joe, we'll find out how frugal. Uh, the Bengals are I, coming up. I don't think they'll be. Have, fr- I don't think they'll be frugal people. with Joe Burrow. They're going to have to take care of some people. The difference are, is, is Joe Burrow is not going to be an obstinate, stubborn pain in the ass about the fully guaranteed money. I guarantee you that. I mean, it, the non-exclusive tag. First of all, if they if they put the non-exclusive tag on him, Chris, he's not playing for Baltimore this year. That's a that's that's a great counterpoint. He's not playing. That means, I mean, if they put the non-exclusive, that means they're willing to move on yes. from the player. Guess, guess what, Pedro? If what I put are you, the, this is crazy. Okay, this if, is I, crazy if I put the non-exclusive, you're the guy. You're the guy that hates players that cause organizations players. drama. Right. He's causing this them a lot of drama right now. Right. So, so my point is, put the non-exclusive tag on him. He can shop the market. And if he shops the market and finds somebody desperate enough to pay him what he wants, then you get the first. Then you get at least two first round picks. And again, that trade is negotiable. It's not only and just two first round picks. It's negotiable, or you match the deal. If you say, ah, you know what? Oh, okay, he he got because it from somebody else. Here's, we're gonna right. have. Okay, here's 
You here's have options the risk, if you're the Ravens. Here's the risk that Baltimore runs. Here's the risk they run. And it's there's a risk in it for Lamar. What if the best offer sheet only offers you upper 30s? You don't have to sign it. Right. You don't have to sign it. There's no doubt about that. But then, you know. Meaning upper 30s on a multi-year contract. Yeah. Say Atlanta. Upper 30s, 30, low or, 40s. Yeah. I mean, again, you don't you don't have to sign the deal if you're Lamar. You don't have to sign that deal. You can stay and then, again, play on the non-exclusive mm-hmm. at 32 and change and try and continue to work out a long-term deal with the Ravens. See, that's where, try and reestablish that's your market. Why, that's why there is some – there is risk in this – for Baltimore, as you know, though it only There's takes one—it only takes one team to come in yeah. and say, "Oh yeah, we'll give you." Hey, look, Cleveland gave Deshaun Watson two thirty guaranteed, right. right? So, and Lamar is it's a, not out. Lamar of the is a clearly better dude yes. than Deshaun Watson, and it, so there's there's no question. Problem there's is, no question that someone could. All it takes is one team to put that kind yeah. of money on the table for Lamar. Let me let me ask you this. All things equal. I just have a problem. I just have a problem accepting two number one draft picks. But you're right. If we gamble and he plays for us in 2023, and like I said, Baltimore's a better team in 2023 if it's Lamar Jackson playing quarterback, you're still at the risk of starting over again next year because then he can exit out out the door unless you're going to franchise him for upwards of around 60. Right. Every move has a trigger reaction. Like, if you if you put the exclusive tag on him at, at roughly 45 and change this year, there's no way you you could conceivably and justifiably tag him again next year. So it's either long-term deal or bust, and you get a compensatory pick. Because what would be if great— If you put the non-exclusive what, at 32 and change— Here's why the risk change, for Baltimore, if Baltimore— if he somehow played for Baltimore this year— if somebody didn't put an offer sheet on the table mm-hmm. that Lamar and Mom felt were worthy, he'd be playing for Baltimore for thirty-two point four, and you'd you'd be able on the cheap to find out if he's worthy of playing in this offense oh, with yeah. Todd and you which know. is exactly what I think the Ravens are are going to do and thinking because it gives them the most leverage because again if you give them the exclusive which makes sense and I understand where you're coming from again at 46 a you're paying them 14 more million dollars which means 14 million less to help build your roster right maybe bringing Orlando Brown back or whoever the question ultimately is do I look at it in 2023 only and say my football team is better if I have Lamar the options are Jimmy Garoppolo Maybe Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, mm-hmm. based on the teams that may get in the bidding. Well, they would. Well, they would only get that opportunity if they were to trade Lamar and That's get a top saying. ten pick. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. So if they put the non-exclusive and somebody puts the offer sheet and they mm-hmm. get two first-round picks, mm-hmm. you have a chance over the next two seasons to potentially replace him. And somebody like Garoppolo mm-hmm. could be a reasonable placeholder. Mm-hmm. Can't believe they would take Baker Mayfield over Huntley. I think they're comfortable right. with Huntley. What if you go Tyler Huntley and, like you said, drafting, say, Anthony Richardson, knowing that he's going to take some time to develop, but you go out and sign a veteran, maybe not Jimmy G, who's always hurt. Again, you don't, if you're the Ravens, the last thing you want. Is somebody who's got a yes, track right. record of being a broken down that's vehicle. That's right. The last thing you want because that hurts so, your argument for letting Lamar walk. So go out and get. You know, we talked about 
uh, Andy Dalton yesterday. I, I know nobody likes Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton doesn't get hurt that oh, much. On the surface to Timmy and Timonia. Oh, screw Timmy and Timonia. We're, we're letting Lamar walk for the Red Rifle. Hey, the Red Rifle. Jameis Winston. Snoop Doggity Dog. And two first-round picks. And I don't have to pay $50 million on, under my cap. Uh, to me, that's a trade I'd make any day. I mean, I take that, have a bowl of clam chowder, or uh, uh, not clam chowder, what, are, what the hell are they? Uh, um, crab cakes. Crab, crab cakes, yeah, crab yeah. soup, whatever. Whatever the hell they do in Baltimore. Right. Okay? I would do that in Who a is, heartbeat. With that roster, 2023, say Jackson's off the table. Are you mm-hmm. better with Dalton, Jameis, Jameis always hurt. Garoppolo. Garoppolo always or hurt. Or Huntley. I would say Huntley and Dalton in a ba- in a in a true battle. You know, one that Ron Rivera has a religious <laughs> aversion to. In a true battle for the quarterback number one spot. That's what I would do. Now is that's not the only Taylor other Taylor Heineke. Thank you. Hello. I, I somehow I was sleeping on that. Yeah. I would go and sign Taylor Heineke and let Tyler and Taylor battle it out for the number one spot and save me a lot of money and get me two first-round picks and have Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or Will Levis or whatever. Levis. Uh, having, I wonder if he wears Wrangler. Growing up with it, Sears, we'd get those tough skin yeah, jeans. It would be in his best interest <laughs> if, he, if he wears Levi's so that he can get himself yeah. a nice endorsement deal. But – in a, I guarantee you the Ravens will win more games with Tyler Huntley, Taylor Heineke, two first-round picks, assuming that one of those first-round picks then is used on, let's just say, an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis. Can't absolutely guarantee that. But one of those, so three quarterbacks in the building, plus all the resources that you've now Saved yourself from potentially putting yourself in a dire situation. Remember, this is a team and an organization that's done a lot right. Not that they've done everything right, but they made a mistake in gambling on Joe Flacco, and it cost them big time because he won the Super Bowl. Now, you say, well, well, he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> he, like, like, you'll take a Super Bowl and deal with the nightmare. Okay, fine, right. They don't always win, they don't always win the Super Bowl. You, you know what I'm saying? So so that's that's part of the problem here. If you're Eric DaCosta, if you're Eric DaCosta, to me this is simple. Are you better with giving yourself more options or putting your all your eggs in the basket of Lamar Jackson and that he can do what you've said, which is stay healthy and mesh with Todd Munkin and elevate himself to being a next-level passer, Joe Burrow division, Justin Herbert division, um, Aaron Rodgers in his prime division, Patrick Mahomes division. Are you better off doing that, or are you better off getting a half dozen benefits in return as opposed to putting all your eggs in the Lamar Jackson basket? And to me, the answer always is I'll take more than putting my all my eggs, all of my, my, my hopes, dreams on one. I'll take more. 301-230-0980. Touchdown at 10 continues. The The name of the day is Lamar Jackson. Other quarterback news around the league as well as the dominoes start to fall. 
talk about that when we return and get to your calls at 301-230-0980. Does Lamar just want a divorce from the Ravens? Or is it simply about getting the guaranteed, fully guaranteed contract? What is it to you? 301-230-0980. Tell us now on the fan. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eight zero. Scott Jackson style. That's right. We're halfway home on a Tuesday morning. It's it's do or die now for the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. And let's take a look at again some of the other deals. Carr signed yesterday with the Saints. Immediately helps their team. He's the best quarterback in the division as of right now, and clearly a little bit older, no doubt about it. But are you surprised that Carr got the deal he did from the Saints based on age? And again, I think the Saints realize, hey, there's an opportunity here for us. We have a great defense already. We're really solid on the defensive side. Right. We have to win now. We got a great young receiver to build around. So this immediately, I think right now, barring, you know, other moves, I mean, the Saints probably moved to the class of that division right now. All right, so if if I said to you a four-year, $150 million contract before we talk about guarantees is absurd or fair for Derek Carr, just on the surface, four years, 150 you would say what? I mean, that's probably fair. I th- what is that, $35 million yeah. a year, right? Yeah, it's probably fair. Uh, no, it's more than thirty-five million. It's like thirty-seven point five. Yeah, but st- that's still that's more, not that in th- line, right? That's not going to cripple me, right? In terms of my cap, depending on structure Even and all they that are, stuff, right? They are crippled cap-wise. Right. So his first-year salary is not really going to be that great, correct? But if you, if I said to you, thirty-seven point five million is the going rate for Derek Carr, you would say when when I gave you Aaron Rodgers making fifty million per year, Russell Wilson forty-nine point whatever. Uh, Deshaun Watson, $50 million per year on average. Uh, Lamar Jackson wants $50 million per year on average. If I said $37.5 million for Derek Carr per year under a four-year deal, granted, he's 32, okay, he's not 26. I don't think the value of the contract is outrageous for the player. I agree. I agree. Now, I'm not telling you it's going to work out great. I'm not telling you that the Saints are going to win a Super Bowl. But here's what I am saying right now. The Saints are clearly, because of their defense and because of now the upgrade they've made at quarterback, they're clearly the team on paper that has to be the favorite. Now, that doesn't ultimately mean anything, but I think that's a pretty fair deal, especially, I, I was looking back at this last night. It was interesting. Pelis, I think it was Pel, uh it wasn't Pelissero. It was, uh, who's ESPN's, um, not Schefter. But, Fowler. Uh, yeah, I think it was Jeremy Fowler. It was kind of like, NFL Network's Pelissero. They said on Sunday night, the Jets were in the slight lead. So then the Saints see that, and they step up maybe. Probably up their They're, ante a little bit, yeah. Right. Because so, the Jets, again, the Jets were in a position cap-wise too where they could only go to a certain right. ceiling. Right. Now and, the Saints clearly are going to let Jameis go, as we discussed yesterday. The real question for me is whether they let Kamara go, which is also what we discussed yesterday, which hurts Derek Carr's ability to 
maybe operate in the offense. But if he's looking at a long-term suspension or whatever. Yeah, but you can get, look, first of all, you can find backs. Yeah. I mean, we know well, that. Like you said, Tasha Spears, right? I mean, you can find backs. Yeah. Finding a back. Now, will the back give you the production Alvin Kamara does? Of course not. If they do, great. But you can't expect that uh, right away. But you can find a serviceable right. back in this situation. The biggest thing is, is you've got uh, you've got a guy in Olave that Derek Carr can immediately, mm-hmm. you know, get with, try to, you know, and make plays downfield. Sure. You can have an explosive option in your game. And remember, I mean, I don't think Carr played all that horrendous last year. There was a lot going on. There was. Okay. New um, system, bad defense. I mean, he's got a he's got the best defense he's ever going to play for. I mean, I look, and again, these quarter these these assistant coaches that have come from New England. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can you can take them out of New England, but every guy that's left that's been an assistant coach, mm-hmm. not not exactly been tearing it up. You can take them out of New England. You can't take the New England with you, though. Correct. Right. All right. So, so real, real quick, like the 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 contract, a hundred million, is guaranteed, mm-hmm. and sixty million is fully guaranteed at signing. Okay. Again, huge difference. So, is this a bad contract for Derek Carr? Because at thirty one, well, uh, thirty two actually, because he only got sixty million. Of on paper, 150 fully guaranteed, and he got 100 million in what they call basically agent guarantees. That's that's to, at that age, that's not a bad contract for Carr at all. I agree, but do you think the union views it in that regard? What the hell do what the hell do they want him to get? I, they they want everything fully guaranteed. That's never going to happen. I, I I agree. I mean, that, look, that just because to be Cleveland what Murray again, Smith wants, but just because Cleveland made an asinine decision to do it doesn't mean the other thirty-one businesses are going to run their business in that manner. I agree. Of course, D wants the most money for the players. That's that's what he trumpets for. That's what he well, campaigns for. It's not just for. most money; it's most guaranteed. No, I understand money. that. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, yeah, if you get if you get it all guaranteed, then you get yeah. more money. Meaning, I mean, they're going to be upset internally and maybe externally. When Joe Burrow, again, if he signs a six-year, $275 million deal and $200 million of it is fully guaranteed and 230 of it is total guarantees, what if a quarterback, that it's not 100% what fully guaranteed. What if a quarterback guaranteed. cares about competing and his team cares about competing, ah, you know, and great, they take a few question. dollars less? I mean, but, but look, I also come from it from the Andrew Brandt camp. As I said, you can pay your quarterback, and still be good. Because that quarterback is good. You're signing him for those big dollars because he's good. What it means is you have to be really good at drafting. Yes. You have to be spot on when you dip into the free agent pool. But you you can do this. You can do this. Kansas City's a perfect example. They paid Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Traded Tyreek Hill. Traded Tyreek Hill. And and now they're going to have even more issues because they've got to let go of Frank Clark. Mm -hmm. They're letting go of Orlando Brown. There's almost no way he's going back there, Uh, especially when they didn't franchise tag him. And and most people would go, oh, my God. Well, again, eventually there comes a cost. But if your quarterback stays healthy, one, and is an absolute just warrior 
mm-hmm. like Patrick Mahomes is, and he's really, really good, and a warrior, meaning he fought through all, you can do it. But such a small percentage of guys and teams can actually pull it off. Yes, you can do it. It's really hard to pull off because you need a special, you need a special dude. And Patrick Mahomes is a special dude. Is Lamar Jackson can- is Lamar Jackson a special I, dude? I don't think Lamar is anywhere close to as special as Patrick Mahomes. Anywhere close. Sorry. Who is? The only one I can see in their very different styles is Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, again, I think the Derek Carr numbers are very fair for a 32-year-old quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I'll be fascinated. I'll well, be fa- before you go on the card, do you mm-hmm. disagree just w- with what I just said there? About Lamar being uh, compared to Mahomes and then who the guy is that most is closest? I think Lamar is still at an age where a different coordinator – can put him in a position to elevate his game. Because I don't disagree with that. I, I still think he's young enough where you can you can put him in something different and let's see how it goes. I don't disagree with that. But I, there's no guarantee of that. No, of course not. The, but that's the problem. You have to make this decision now based on on hope. Yes. You have to gamble. This Faith. is a gigantic gamble. Enormous. The Ravens are taking those big dice you see on the prices right, and they're getting ready to roll them down and and see if it comes up their way because you've replaced the coordinator. You have no idea how the quarterback and the coordinator will fit and how things will go mm-hmm. coming up here. You have to commit an extraordinary amount of money to him, whether it's 240 guaranteed, 200 guaranteed, whatever. You've still got to commit years and dollars to a player that you're asking to make a transition in terms of offensive system this year. The player thinks he can play in any system. Mm -hmm. I truly wonder if the people in the building think he can play in that system. I I, I mean, because otherwise, look, Chris, you're talking about there are teams that would fall over themselves right now to hand Lamar Jackson $230 $230 million fully guaranteed. Do you think it's the question that they have that he can play in the system or that he can stay healthy in the system and play in the Remember, system? Remember, they know they know the player better than anybody. Right. He's been in their building now for multiple years. Right, but we know that they he's know, missed 11 games. They know the medicals. Right, but we know that too. They uh, know, I mean, we don't know it as intimately the as they know. That, right, but they know the player they they deep down have an idea of who he is right now, whether they think he can make a transition to a new system. It's a gamble either way. You're gambling if you pay him that much money that it's going to work out. Right. If you let him go, you're gambling in that respect, too, right. that he goes somewhere else and and lights the world on fire, and then everybody's killing you for letting him walk out yeah, the door. You know what? I but mean, that's why these people get paid millions of dollars right. to make tough decisions. But, but but they don't always make the right decision. Of I mean, course not. I, I mean, again, Ron Rivera had somehow convinced himself that Carson Wentz was 2017 all over again. I mean, there's franchises all over the league that, yeah. that, that yeah. you know, do dumb things, right. Chris. No, I, I'm, I mean, uh, trust play, me, I'm with you. Simple. I mean, the commanders are a living example for 25-plus years. Let's go to line two. Let's get Chris in Hyattsville in here. What's up, Chris? 
What's up, guys? How are you doing? Hello, Chris. You're spending a lot of uh, hello, Rooster. You're spending a lot of time talking about a Baltimore quarterback. Uh, I, I think that um, listen, a lot of these guys are pricing themselves out of the league and out of a good situation, out of sheer pride. I mean. I know this doesn't matter because we don't live in their world with their salaries, but honestly, what is the difference between 20 million a year and 40 million a year other than bragging rights? And I think many of these guys would be way better off if they took a lead from somebody like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady and said, I value winning and being the greatest of all time over my salary. Because in the long run, Patrick Mahomes too, he gets it. They're going to make Tom Brady has made more money off of endorsements annually than he ever did playing football. So you're going to get paid if you be, if you value winning and championships over how much your contract, which NFL contracts are not worth the paper they're written on anyway. So it it really doesn't make sense to me why so many athletes. Plus, I'll throw this one thing in there, and Pete knows this better than anybody. There are more young athletes in all of the four major sports today in North America who are ready to take their job than ever before. So if you start pricing yourself off of a team or out of the league, there's going to be 10 other guys that are ready to take your job immediately. And these quarterbacks that are in college are being taught in a pro system since they're in high school. And they're going to, so I don't know if I wasn't a GM, I'd say, fine, go get the money from where you can. I'm going to find somebody else. I'm going to build a team around him. Yeah, but to Chris, the, the gamble is, is as I said, are the Baltimore Ravens better in 2023 if Lamar Jackson's on their football team? Of course they are. But if you take the risk of letting him walk for two first-round draft picks, A, people around the league and your fan base think you didn't get enough compensation for him, and if you bungle this, then you may set your program back a couple of years, not just 2023. The Ravens have built up, the Ravens have built up capital with their fan base that that they can be trusted. I mean, heck, they're the ones that drafted Lamar when, it, when the whole league passed him by, and he became an MVP. If you have confidence in your front office like they do, I think the fans are going to be say, hey, uh, just just like we have confidence here in Mike Rizzo that it wasn't worth it to pay Juan Soto $40 million and have the rest of this roster be pathetic. I think if you have confidence in your front office, the GM and their uh, – modus operandi you can make those hard decisions but you couldn't do that if it was washington right we couldn't walk away from lamar but they can well i mean there's it's a chris i appreciate the call it's a huge gamble either way as i said baltimore's better with lamar jackson on their team in 2023 you're a fool to think that they're not i truly believe inside that building they think they can win enough games in the afc with somebody like Tyler Huntley and improvements around him on the roster. I truly believe there is that kind of confidence in their front office. I really do. Russell's got to look at what's trending. All right, the locals in action last night only really won. The Capitals dropping one late last night in Los Angeles, 4-2 to two to the Kings. Alex, Alex Ovechkin, goal number 36 on the year. More on that achievement coming shortly right here on Russell and Medhurst. They return home for the Devils, Capital One Arena, Thursday night uh, as they continue to try and find a way to get back into the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Certainly not 
going to be easy, but a win against the Devils could help. Cat, uh, Sabres and Islanders go at it tonight. Those are two teams that they are chasing in the battle for one of the two wild card spots. Wizards back in action tonight at the Detroit Pistons, a makeup game from about a month and a half ago, which was postponed due to weather. That after a lost weekend to the Raptors and the Bucks, both at Capital One Arena. Here and here with Dave Johnson and company, 645 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And as we've been talking about all morning, the Baltimore Ravens will go apparently right up until the 4 o'clock Eastern time deadline to try and get a deal done with Lamar Jackson. Both sides said to be far apart. But Ozzie Newsom, the executive vice president, telling the Bernie Kosar show on Monday that if they can't get a deal done, they, of course, will put the franchise tag on them. They don't say exactly what kind of franchise tag. And that's what's trending. No major surprises from the Nationals this morning. Made a bunch of moves to move guys around camps. No one super recognizable to many of you. Evan Lee got a couple of relief appearances here last year. Baldonado got a couple of relief appearances. Lucius Fox was up here for a little while. Yohanna Doan to AAA. And minor league camp for Tetro Castro Hill, who's hurt as well for the Nationals. Make sure you listen to Charlie Slow's Dave Jagler Sunday nights over on the fan for all of your Nationals needs right now during spring training as they host from down there. Special one-hour call-in show starting at 6 o'clock on Sunday nights. So This Sunday night, the defenders are back at Audi Field getting rowdy at Audi. Vipers. Yeah. Vipers are in town. Vegas Vipers. <laughs> We've they're, seen they're that not movie. Do, they're not doing very good. We've I mean, seen this that a, movie before. Weird kind of scheduling, though, right? Second time in four weeks yeah. that they're going to well, take gotta, on Vegas. Got to make it work somehow. I, know. I mean, scheduling is really not that difficult. Some people, though, make it difficult. Yeah. I'm um, good at that. All right. We're going to get right back to the calls. Quick thing that uh, I, I, I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Aaron Rodgers is talking to the Jets. The Bears are apparently definite, according to Rich Eisen, definitely you know well on their way to trading the number one. Uh, the Ravens and Lamar fully, uh, very far apart, is what Rich said. Whatever. Uh, here's the other thing that has come out. Apparently, Derrick Henry is on the trading block. What do you make of that? Uh, I see. That it has no effect here, but I mean, what do you make of that? I see a Tennessee team that is. I think embracing a reset, a reload. Again, you you've not been able to maximize with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's only getting older and at this point I think that they're they're embracing a reset or a reload that doesn't include Ryan Tannehill. And now may not include Derrick Henry as well. Well, wait. The GM said he loves Ryan Tannehill. He's looking forward to moving on with Ryan sure. Tannehill. Great. If that works, it works. But, I mean, if you're going to keep Tannehill, why would you trade Henry? Because you have two massive contracts 
and you don't have enough to spread True. the wealth but to your are, offensive are you, line. And, are, you, are you trying to win in 2023? If you move on from Derrick Henry, are, are the cap are the are the capitals, that's your best offensive football player? Okay, let, let me ask you this: different sport, different situation, but hard cap. Are the Capitals trying to win in twenty twenty three? I mean, sometimes you got to make really hard decisions, not only for the short term but also for the long term. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't operate just in a one year bubble. If you're keeping Alexander Ovechkin like they are because there's no way they're going to let him chase this record right. in another uniform. Then Brian McClellan had to do maybe you got to sacrifice this year where I know some people it, with a glass half full will say, "Well, we beat Boston 2 to 1 right. in that first game after the break." Yeah. You're not beating Boston in a seven-game series. Uh, I, You're I, not beating I Tampa in a seven-game series. You're not, You're not be- beating Carolina. Right. I agree. You're not all right, so so, but unless my, Gar- Darcy Kemper just stands completely on his head like okay, King Kong. But my point is, the Titans, like everybody wants to win now, but sometimes you've got to take a step right, back but, to take two but steps. Isn't Derrick Henry, in, in relation to his value to the team, isn't Derrick Henry like trading Alexander Ovechkin? Yeah, he's their best player. He's their best player, but he's not. You can carry that kind he's of value. Not an icon. I didn't say he's. I mean, it's been a damn good player there. It's been the he's, most one right. of the most identifiable player, uh, identifiable but, players in your franchise. But he hasn't won a championship. He's not an icon. He's not chasing. No, any I, history I give you that. Right. Like that. Uh, yeah, that's and he saying. plays at a position of diminishing returns. You've lost a lot of games right. with Derrick Henry too. My thing, if I was the Tennessee Titans and I had Vrabel as my head coach, <clears throat> and I know my offensive line sucks, and I know that my defense. I just had to let go of Harold Landry, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would move on from Derrick Henry, and I would move on from Ryan Tannehill, pull off the Band-Aid, take whatever dead cap money you have to, reposition yourself in 2023, still a somewhat winnable division, even with the Jaguars on the ascent. Take your lumps now and re- new GM, Rand Carthon, all that. Stable head coach, stable environment, new stadium on the way. That's what I would do. I, I would not keep out either one of those. By guys. the way, as my guy G from the shop, you know, informs you, the difference between twenty million a year and forty million a year is twenty million a year. Well, I didn't say that. It was caller that said that. I'm just saying twenty million it and was, forty million. It was Chris in, in Hyattsville that said that. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of cash. Right. It was I Chris in lot. Hyattsville. That I can said do that. a lot of damage yeah. with twenty million dollars yeah. a year. I can do a lot of damage too. 301 I can do a lot of damage with 20000 More of your calls coming up, and then K.J. Wright joins us at the bottom of the hour as we continue to talk football. It's a big day around the league. Keep your eyes and ears right here to the Team 980 throughout the afternoon as the events uh, warrant. We will bring you the updates on all the different shows. Burgundy and Gold today coming up at noon, and then Craig Hoffman to follow right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.